if you have either your bulletin or your, your handout or your Bible, I'm going to read 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7 through 11, and I'll be reading it from the New King James Version. It says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling as each, of, as each one has received a gift. Minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability which God supplies. That in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Let us be agreed. Daddy, I pause again this day to give thanks to ask you to take control of this preaching moment. Father God, I pray that your people hear all of you and none of me. My righteousness is as filthy rags before you. So God, as in this moment, as we prepare to go into this preaching moment, God, I pray that you hide me behind your cross. As I prayed earlier, God, I pray that something is heard today, something is said today that will change our everyday lives. And I will be mindful to give you all the praise, all of the honor, and all of the glory. In your precious son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Okay, so... This may be the year. Peter expected Jesus to return in his own day. And if the return of Christ seemed imminent to Peter, how much more imminent to us should his return be? Peter longed for the Lord's return. And if we are alert, we'll wake up every morning saying, maybe this will be the year that Christ will return. If we knew for certain that we, were, that we were the last generation of Christians on earth, would it make a difference in our lives? Would we continue to sin? Would we worship him in spirit and in truth? Would we come to church and pretend to worship? Would we come to church and, as the old folk used to say in my day, play church? Peter wrote, the end of all things is at hand. And he went on to specify four activities that should mark our lives in this new year. So today I will be speaking briefly from the topic, this may be the year. This may be the year. I think about all of the things that have been happening around the world, even in our country. We've, we've seen 
yet another president impeached. We've seen yet other people be gunned down in the streets. We've seen senseless violence against Jews. We've seen all of these things, but this just might be the year of Christ's return. There are wars and rumors of wars. There there are many who are looking to set up a a one-world style of government. This may be the year of Christ's return. The first point that I would like to discuss is for us to be serious and watchful in prayer. 1 Peter 4 and 7, but the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in, in prayer. The Greek word for serious is sof, sofro, sofro, fro, ugh, I'm messing it up. Sophronio, which means sane or sensible. The word watchful, nafo, was used to, for staying sober as opposed to being drunk. Together, these two terms indicate that we need to keep our wits about about ourselves to be alert, clear-headed, and self-controlled. And I think about all of the things that are going on in the world, and I wonder, are we clear-headed and are we self-controlled in our prayers? Or do we only pray about the things that matter to us? Do we pray about the things that, 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 re- that God is really concerned about and that is the souls, the hearts, and the souls of the people that he created? See, I get the idea here that God placed more value on prayer than we do. Pastor Sarah, we have Bible studies and we, we, we dig into God's word and we, we have prayer meetings and we pray and we talk to God. But, but, but my, 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 my thought process leads me, leaves this question, are we hearing from God or are we just forming a narrative that makes us feel comfortable in the moment? I'm going somewhere. Daniel repented of his sins, and for the sins of Israel. And Daniel fasted and prayed. And that was in Daniel chapter 9. Daniel pleaded with God to remember his promise. He openly acknowledged the sinfulness of his own people. He knew that they deserved judgment and captivity, but he also reminded God that his own righteousness and mercy were at stake in the fulfilling of the promise. I often call the Bible the basic instruction before leaving earth. Everything we need to know about life, everything we need to know is contained in the, in the scripture. So I ask this question, are you a person who watches quite a bit of television? I don't. But I would say, Try offering one of your programs as a sacrifice. I challenge you to tell the Lord, I'm giving up this show to devote that hour or half hour each week to praying over national and world events. Have you ever used the news of the day as a prayer guide? 
I mean, we see folk get shot down in the street, left to die. Do we stop for a moment to say, God, please do away with all of this senseless violence? Have you ever prayed over a Facebook post that hit your page and you're like, man, that really touched my heart? I get a lot of them. Please pray for my, 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 my cousin or my daughter who's, who's in the hospital. Do we ever stop for a moment to, to really take, take on the concerns of God as it relates to the issues of the day? We should pray for current events and our world leaders. God knows our president needs it. But he's not the only one. We've got world leaders who have nuclear capacity who threaten to, dis- to wipe the United States off of the map. We have those who, who, who seek to, to, to create jihad just so that, that, so that they can bring about the end of the world according to their beliefs. I challenge each of us to become a world prayer warrior this year. Be serious and watchful in prayer. My second point is, have fervent love for one another. 1 Peter 4 and 8 says, And above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. The end of all things is at hand, therefore have fervent love for one another. The Greek word for fervent is ectens conveys the idea of strenuous effort like a horse on a full stretch barreling toward the finish line. We, we ought to love one another. We ought to be, be racing and running like a horse to pour out our love upon all of humanity, not just those that we see on Sunday morning, but all of God's creation. Those that don't look quite like us. I know we don't have a homeless ministry here, but in, when we were in D.C., we had a homeless ministry, a rather large homeless ministry. And at times it was difficult to watch the saints try to interact with the homeless, but they were afraid of, they were afraid of them. They were afraid to touch them or they would say they smelled or, or they treated them less than like a child of God. But we ought to have a fervent love for one another. Peter draws on Proverbs uh, 10 and 12 to affirm the power of Christian love. He, uh, Proverbs 12 and, or 10 and 12 says, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sin. It can result in forgiveness and reconciliation when people have been harmed or wronged. James 5 and 20. In this way, love overcomes sin. James 5.20 says, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his ways will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sin. And and in this moment, what, 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 what I hear God saying to us is we need to be about preaching our father's business, about being about our father's business, about preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. For this kind of love covers a multitude of sins that this kind of love enables us to minimize the faults of others and to maximize their strengths. 
It can transform our relationships this year if we would just but love. Greater love. There's no greater love than this than to lay down his life for his friend. And that's what our Savior did for us. We, I know we just celebrated the birth of Jesus, but we cannot, we cannot have that Christmas story without the resurrection story. He laid down his life for us, brother. He didn't have to. He could have called 10,000 angels to, to come and take him off the cross, but he stayed there for you and, and, I, and I. He never said a mumbling word. Because he loves us. Because he cares for us. Because he understood that if he did not die, we could not have an eternal relationship with the Father. For that, he came into a world that ridiculed him. He came into a world that mocked him. He came into a world that did not make place for him. There was no room in the inn for our Savior, but he came in the lowliest of means. And he, he, gave, he was born in a manger in the stable with the, with, the, with the animals. He was the King of kings and Lord of lords. wasn't good enough for him or was it he shows us that he loved us he shows us that even that that his love is that his love pours out on the multitude so if it's good enough for some of us it has to be good enough for our savior jesus Love can transform our relationships this year because this could be the year of his return. My third point, I'm moving expeditiously. Be hospitable to one another. The end of all things is at hand. Be hospitable to one another. When Jesus left Nazareth, he spent three years sleeping in homes other than his. Some of us don't even let our family members sleep at our houses. Stop it. Um, Some of us, some of us have issues with those that we share the same bloodline with same heritage with. But Jesus spent three years sleeping in homes that wasn't his own. He didn't own a house, and there were few hotels in those days. For about a thousand nights in a row, Jesus either slept under the stars or borrowed a bed in someone's house. One of the challenges for us in this modern day is we buy big houses, but we don't invite anyone in. We say we love our brother and our sister, but they don't feel comfortable in our space.
But we, but, but we make more money today than we, have done, than we have in any time in history, but yet our giving is fewer and fewer. There's less and less dollars that go into, we don't have collection plates any. Well, I guess we still do, but most people give online. But there's fewer and fewer dollars deposited in churches' accounts all over the world. It's only by the grace of God that doors stay open. It's only by the grace of God that, that his gospel will continue to be carried because if, because, and that's, this is what I love about our God. If we don't do it, he will find someone else who will. I found, I found it odd, to say the least, yesterday. My, my dad brought me uh, an envelope that was stuck in the door, and he's like, hey, somebody left this on the door, and it said, to my neighbor. And I opened the letter because I'm like, okay, somebody's obviously upset about something that we've done. But it was a letter from the Jehovah's Witness trying to share their form of religion with me. Which I found odd considering we are deep in Mormon territory. So I just kind of found that very odd. But what I also found even more troubling was I have not received a dear neighbor letter from a Christian nor Mormon nor Catholic nor Jew. And I, for one, will tell you one thing that that Mormons and Jehovah's Witness do, in my opinion, better than anyone is they witness. They go out there and they get doors slammed in their faces when they're trying to tell someone about their brand of religion. Where are the Christian missionaries that we used to have that that weren't afraid to stand on the corner and say, Repent! For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For if we die in our sins, we will go to hell. Where are the men and women of old who were not afraid to share the gospel of Jesus Christ? We used to be, as a nation, we used to send missionaries all over the world. Especially to the continent of Africa. Now today, Africans are sending missionaries to the United States to witness, to share the good news Where did we go wrong, brothers and sisters? This may be the year of Christ's return. Have we done all that we can do to share the gospel of Christ? Have we reached every single person? I heard someone say, how big do we want this church to be? And the the answer to that question should be, as long as there is a soul that needs to be saved, we have room for at least one more. We have to be about our Father's business. I know that sometimes we can't bring people into our homes, but if you can't bring your neighbor into your kitchen, take your kitchen to your neighbor. I wrote down, bake a a pan of brownies for them and invite them to church. 
My fourth and final point. Minister to one another. 1 Peter 4 and 10 says, 4, 4, 10 through 11 says, as each has received a gift, minister it to one another. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability with which God supplies that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. The end of all things are at hand, brothers and sisters. Therefore, we should minister to one another using our spiritual gifts. Some have speaking gifts. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. Matthew 3, 1 through 2 says, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says, And Jesus came down to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. The other kind of gift is a serving gift. We're to serve in the strength God provides. And we do that. First, we serve him with the strength, the body he provides. And I know sometimes we, we may think that our bodies are broken and our bodies are hurting and our bodies are just not built to do whatever the task may be. But I'm thankful today that we have a God that, that, that understands our body and will give us everything we need in that moment. Many of you know my wife suffers from several different ailments, but the, the, the most prevalent is her fibromyalgia, and she's in constant pain. And I can tell you, I've watched this woman worship and praise God and then go home and afterwards and cry from all of the pain that she was in. And when I asked her, well, why did you do all the things that you did on that day? And she was like, I didn't have pain then. In that moment, our God shall supply all of our need. He will give us everything that we need if we would just humble ourselves and submit ourselves and allow him to use us for his will and his purpose. Second, we serve him with the strength of attitude he provides. It's our mindset. We have to be willing to serve. We have to have a spirit of service. We have to be willing to say, if no one else does it, I will do it. If no one else comes and cleans the church, I will do it. If no one else sings, uh, helps Sister Pastor Sarah sing, I will do it. If no one else will teach the children or the youth, I will do it. If no one else will do a number of things, a number of tasks that are, around, that are needed to be done around the church, I will do it. Here I am, Lord. Send me. I'm willing 
Use me, God, as your vessel. Use me to do whatever it is that you would have me to do. Use me to be a blessing to someone else. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I don't have to know the Bible from, from Genesis to Revelation. All I have to know is I can walk in that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I don't have to be able to tell, I don't have to be able to know how to lead someone to Jesus Christ. I just don't have to be able to, 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 to know to tell them this is what God has done for me. This was my life. This was me living in sin, sinking and preparing to die on a one-way ticket to hell. But for the grace of God, I'm here. Because he found me in that dark place. He found me in that, in the, in that place where, 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 where like, like the prodigal son, where, where he was eating, wanting to eat what the pigs were eating. He came to himself and realized that his father's servants had it better than he, if he could just be a servant in his father's house. Brothers and sisters, we are children of a king. We are children of the one who owns a cattle on a thousand hills. He owns it all. It all belongs to God. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. There is nothing that the world can do to us that God can't get us out of. Third, we're to serve with the strength of effectiveness that he provides. In ministry, we talk about what is our fruit? What are we doing? What, 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 what is the purpose of this ministry or that ministry? It's to be effective. It's to be effective to ensure that God's message is driven home. If this was the year that Christ was to return, have we done all that we can do? Can we stand before him and hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant? Have we done it all? Or did we leave something on the table? In finance, I tell you, don't leave any money on the table, right? You got to make sure you get it all. Don't leave any money on the table. Did we leave anything on the table? Did we leave any mission undone? Did we leave any ministry uncovered? If Christ was to return, could we hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant? None of us are perfect, and I'm not saying that we are. I wouldn't even tell you that we should be. But I will tell you that we serve a perfect God. And I will tell you that anything that he has purposed for us, he will see it done if we would just submit ourselves to him. I close with this. In the light of Christ's return, let's devote this year to prayer Love, hospitality, and ministry. I said that word wrong, didn't I? Hospitality, hospitality, thank you, and ministry. Be serious and watchful in prayer, brothers and sisters. We must have fervent love for one another. We must be hospitable to one another, and we must minister to one another. The result... It's all for his glory. Let us not forget that this year. It's all for his glory.
Dan, when you help a brother, teach him how to build something in his house or fix something in his house, it's all for his glory. Kyle, when you work on somebody's car, it's all for his glory. Pastor Sarah, when you sing and you minister to people and you talk to people in your profession, it is all for God's glory. He didn't equip us with these gifts for ourselves. When you're teaching children, it's for God's glory. He didn't equip us with these gifts just for us. He equipped us so that we can go and be a blessing to others. We are nothing. We are nothing. Paragraph ends, 1 Peter 4 and 11. That in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, again, I pause and I pray, God, that something was said today, God, that spoke to us, Father. Don't allow us, Father, to go into 2020 leaving things unsettled in 2019. Don't allow us, Father, to go into 2020 knowing that there were missions that still needed to be accomplished. This could very well be the year that Jesus Christ returns And I don't take for granted that everyone in this room has a lasting relationship with Christ. I don't take for granted that there are some of us who walk with Christ daily but find ourselves falling. The reality is, none of us are perfect. And had not been for the grace of God, we would spend an eternity in hell. We deserve to spend an eternity in hell. We don't always live right. We don't always talk right. We don't always guard our tongues. We don't always guard our eyes and our thoughts, but the love of Christ covers a multitude of sins. Father, we thank you for covering us. Father, I prayed that you don't tarry. I pray, Father, that you do return this year. We've done a lousy job with your creation. Our oceans are polluted. Our, our, our air is polluted. We've perverted everything that we touch. Father, I pray that you return, God, so that we can begin our eternal journey with you. Father, if you do, Terry, I pray, God, that you give us the ability to walk into 2020 with power and authority, God, and take dominion over the planet which you gave us. Allow us to be intentional in our prayers, O oh God.
us, God, to have fervent love for one another. Let us love on one another, God, like only you can. And I know that sounds odd to say like only you can, but at least, God, allow us to have the desire to love on your people the way that you love on your people. God, you love the rapist. But yet many of us want to kill them. God, allow us, God, to, to hate the sin, but love the sinner. Because, Father, you have a plan for each and every one of us. Allow us, Father, to not sit and look at, and, and treat people as we are, 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 are higher than they are. Because we all deserve to die. And the only thing that changes that is the fact that we accepted your son, Jesus Christ. Now, Father, if there's anyone under the sound of my voice, God, that, 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 have, that, that acknowledges that they have not been walking, or that we have not been walking in, in, in close, right relationship with you, God, allow us, Father, to repent this day. Repent, to turn around and go in the opposite direction, God, to, to no longer do the thing that offends you. Allow us, God, to surrender everything about our lives, to lay it at your feet, and let your good and perfect world, your good and perfect will be done in this world, that you may be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray.